So we left off yesterday that um, he, expl- he said earlier that when, when you're learning anything related to the mystical realm or mystic, um, the mystical um, world, it's very important that we are divested from its simple meaning, from its, uh, what it seems like, because they're giving... So he says that's two things. First of all, it goes without saying that to take it out of its pure gashmiyut, when, when, when Chazal used terms that are physical relating to anything in the, in the realms of divinity, we need to divest it from the physicality of it. But he says even more than that, um, when we're talking about uh, various names of Hashem, and we ascribe that the name relates to a certain sphera, a certain attribute, he says that too cannot be taken at, at face value, what it seems like. Then it means that Kale is chesed, is the attribute of chesed. Because uh, the attribute of chesed is not Hashem. The attribute of chesed is an emanation, it's a specific emanation emanating from Hashem. And when we are saying any one of Hashem's names, good morning, when we are saying any one of Hashem's names, we are actually referring to Hashem himself. We're not, we're not, we're not uh, referring to some aspect of divinity. We are relating to Hashem himself. So he says over here, um, the Imkain, we're holding the, the, I'm going back two lines. Um, the, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven lines from the beginning of page 230. The line begins with the word Meat Smusai, and we're going to the last words. The Imkain, and if so, since any one of the above mentioned, the aforementioned names, the intention is Hashem Himself. How can we say that this name should indicate only on a specific sphere, on a specific attribute? Like the name Kale in Chesed. Uh, who mitzias. The chesed is a mitzias, is a certain existence, a certain entity, that came into being from Hashem, kishar kol Chesed is something that emerged from Hashem as all other nimtsaim, uh, all other existences, shekodmam heder, that what preceded them was non-beingness. Right? And Hashem is the only one, as we said earlier, that his existence is absolute. Hashem never emerged into existence. He, he is. He's, he's, the, he's the, un, the absolute reality from where all reality or from all, be, from all existence comes from. And when we're saying Hashem, or we're saying God, who do we refer to? We're referring to Hashem himself. And, and, and these spheros didn't always exist. They once were not. Be, they, they're only emanations or mediums that Hashem is using to channel life into the, into the creation. They have a purposeful existence, their existence for something. So, now even though it's an attribute, and that differentiates it from a creation, an attribute is not a creation. It's an olam ha'atzilut, it's not an olam ha'abriya. What's the difference between atzilus and briya? Atzilus is getlech, it's godly, and, and briya is where creation begins. So that means this is still a state of divinity. So he's explaining, even though it's divine, even though it's godly, it's not God. Even though it's a godly power, and it's not a creation, 
Now, what would make something be a creation? The next word, the nifrad. What makes something a creation is that it's nifrad, it feels itself apart from Hashem, not an extension of Hashem, not an expression of Hashem, but it has a feeling, a sense of its own, own beingness. Okay? And that is in Olam Habriya. In Olam Habriya, the creations are separated. They have already a sense of that there is existence other than Hashem. As opposed to the, the, the attributes of Atzilus, they are, of course there is chesed, but whose chesed is it? It's Hashem's kindness. Not, it's not an entity of kindness. So notwithstanding the fact that it is godly, it's not a creation, but it's definitely not Hashem himself. As it says in, I mean, it's not bringing it over here, as it says in Pasach Eliyo, it says like this, Antu da'apikas asar tikunin. You are the one who apikas, you are the one who emerged, who brought about to emergence asar tikunim ten Ten tikunim, ten garments, tikunim alavushim, vikarinin lan, and you call them eser sfiran, the ten, ten attributes. You see, antudapikas, you brought, you brought it out, which means they once weren't, and now you cause them to emerge. He gives an example for something that is an extension of the person, but not yet the person himself. The example by So this would be analogous to thought in a human being. A thought, any particular thought that you're thinking, it's not the soul itself. Even though it's an expansion of your soul into the thought. You're, you're thinking in that thought, that's your neshama, that's, that's formulating into the thought. And there are, there's a lengthy, we can speak about this lengthy, he says, to be able to fit this analogy above, the analogy of thought to the spheres, that's, that's, he says belongs somewhere else. We explained it elsewhere, not here. But after, after all, so it is as we had just explained. That the above mentioned spheres, even though they are elokus, even though they are godly, they are not the essence of the Ebishter himself. The imkain, and if this is so, eich efshaloimar sheshem kale. How can we say that the name kale ratzaloimar sfiras achesed would mean the attribute of chesed? The imkain when I'm set, when I'm davening and I'm saying to Hashem kale, kale Hashem vayor elonu. I'm, I'm standing in halal and I'm singing kale Hashem vayor elonu. You're shining to us. I'm referring to some attribute and not to Hashem. So how can we say that the shem kel is sviras achesed is the attribute of chesed? The imkain ain hapirish boy, then the pirish would not be ala ramamish, then it would not be on the creator literally. and this is this isn't this isn't so. El definitely hakavana b'shemis anal the kavana and any names ala ramamish is literally on the creator. Ikigoin, for example, shem shchina. When we speak about Hashem and we're referring to Him as the Shekhinah, Nikra Balashin HaKabbalah, in Kabbalistic terminology, Nikra Nukvedezah, the feminine aspect of the Erambin, okay, which is Malchus. The last sphere is called Shekhinah because that's what Shekhin Bittachtainim. Shekhinah is Malchus, Ein Melech Beloy Am. That's the element of divinity that is most related to the, to the creation because Hashem is, 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 is a king over the, over the world. So, and that's what we say, that's called Nukvah right? And that is called Shechina. And in truth, 
Atzmos elokus nekrushchina. In truth, it's Hashem Himself that's called the shechina. Kemarman Hazal. When Hazal say, "Al kol asara shechinta sharia," when we say, "Whenever there's ten Jews, that Hashem the shechina dwells." What does it mean? How does a child understand it? Hashem is with every ten yid, and Hashem is there. You say, "No, it's an attribute. It's it's it's, it's malchuta." So he says, "It's not." Vishol amin the Rebbe Gamliel, and Rebbe and and amin comes a mean and a, 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 an apostate, and he asked Rabbi Gamliel, how many shechinas do you have? Because <laughs> when, when we said ten, the ten, wherever there's ten Jews, the shechina dwells. So how many minyanim are there? There are so many minyanim, which would mean that, that uh, how many shechinas are there? That's what this apostate said. How many, how many gods do you serve? Now, it seems like from, the, from, from Rabbi Gamliel, that the question was a good question. He just gave him an answer. But the question was still a good question. If we're going to say that Shechina is only an attribute and it's not Hashem himself, so what's wrong if there's many? There's many Shechinas. They say it's one aspect, one Sephira, but just like Hashem could make one of them, He can make a billion different Shechinas. If, if it's a Sephira, so obviously from the question, when we're saying, asara, I, I think his proof is from the question, not from the from the answer. He's going to give an answer, he's going to give an answer. You see from the answer that as well, but even from the question. I mean, if you're saying that Shechina is a Psamadrega, is a Sphira, so there could be a billion parallel Shechinas, manifestations of Malchus, and in every ten uh, Jews there is another one. But he, what he's asking is, if Shechina is God, how many gods do you have? So you see from here that it's referring to Hashem himself. What does he answer him? He gives him an example. That the, 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 it's a marshal from the light of the sun. And he said, the sunlight shines everywhere. But it, it's everywhere. But you need a window. When you have a window, the light comes, comes, comes through. So you're going to say, when there's light in every, in every room, how many suns are there? It's one sun emanating light. And the light is everywhere. It's only that certain places are opaque, where you have a wall. The wall is blocking and not allowing the sunlight to come by. And when you have a skylight or you have a window... So in those areas, the light, or where there's no, uh, then the light comes through. It's the same light from the same sun. So he says, the Shekhinah is a divine presence that's everywhere. It's only that the creations and the ego that is within the creations that are blocking the illumination of Shekhinah from coming in. The nature of a Yiddish Hineshama, of a Jewish soul, is that a Jewish soul is transparent, is batultasha. A Jewish soul is a window. When you have one window, it's not enough light. When you have ten Jews coming together, the power of Bittl, the unified power of Bittl, of the Kayach of Mesiras Nefesh that Jews have is so strong, so that ten creates such a big window where the light, where the Shechina can come through. So it's, but it's the same light. It's the same. That the Etzim Shechina light is everywhere. It's just not Shoira. Shoira means it's not Behizgalos. It's not in a revealed state amongst other people because, they, because they're blocking it with their own sense of existence. But since the Jew is bottle, so and ten Jews together creates that, that for that for the, for that very same light of the sun to come through. But whose light is it? It's the light of the sun. So the same is also you have to say over here, Shechina is the light of Hashem Himself, because the sun over here would be related to the source of sources. as he says, the it's understood. from the answer, that Shechina is a light and a revelation from the Ein Soif himself. Mamish. Shoho'oyr me'en ha'mo'oyr. 
that the oil, when we're speaking, when it's saying light, see, light is not a problem if we're referring to light as Hashem, because we know that light is always similar to its, to its source of emanation. What is a light? A light is always just revealing that which is, that, that, that's what it, where it comes from. And it's not a specific sphere, one individualized sphere. From this reason, so the holy Baal Shem Tev commanded um, that you shouldn't learn Kabbalah. What do you mean? Baal Shem Tev said, don't learn Kabbalah. He, he said, you should learn Chasidis. Because that's what it is. When Kabbalah is filtered through Chasidis, then you get its, its, its true meaning. If you're just learning it straight out of the books, and you say, once someone is familiar with the explanations and through the lens of Hasidus, then maybe you could learn Kabbalah because then you, you, you're initially under, getting that understanding of what it means. But Stamazai to open up a Priyat Chayim and, and, and directly go learn it, 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 it it's, he says it's, it's, it's Magash in the mind. You're not, you're not taking it the way it is. Because if a person who doesn't know, if you don't know how to divest it from its Gashmi, from its physicality, so not, so not only doesn't it have a spiritual effect on a person, it causes a coarsening of the human being. The person is better off just having a simple relationship with Hashem, being God, as opposed to starting to attribute all kinds of things where he doesn't... When the person gives some kind of an imagery, out of his, out of his impoverished mind, meaning without the... the in accordance to specific Midas. And not that the Balshemtiv is disputing the Arizal. Of course, everything the Arizal taught on the Manim, they are faithful, Vamitim, and true. And when the Arizal says that Shechina is, so it is true. It is, Shechina is Midas Amalchus, but yet it's the Ebeshter himself. So how are now we now going to resolve these two things? We're saying on the one hand, Shechina is Midas HaMalchus, but on the other hand, we're saying it's Chas Vashal, not Midas HaMalchus, it's Hashem himself. V'cheinu be'emes, Shem Keel be'chesed, Shem Keel is in chesed, V'shem alakim be'gvura, but we need to understand what that means. So now in Sif Gimel he explains, Ha'inyin hu, the idea is, the Ratzel Loimar, that what it means to say, Al b'chines ha'oras ha'boyde yizbarach mamish, it is the ray of the, of, literally of the Creator himself, Hamislabish, who enclothes himself, who mispashit, and, ex- and extends himself and expands Bahaspheris into the attributes. In other words, when we're referring to the sphera being called Chesed, uh, we're saying that the sphere is Chesed, it's not the sphera. It's Hashem when he's dressed in the sphera. Because we know in the sphera comes the simple light of Hashem that invests itself in all the sphera. As it says that you're their Nisham, that you're their life force. So when we're referring Shem Ke, we're referring to Hashem. But as Hashem is wearing, as He's donning the clothing of that midah, of that attribute. And that's why we're calling Him now Kel. And other times we're referring to Hashem Elohim. It's the same Hashem dressed in another Malbush. As opposed to the attribute itself. The attribute itself is an attribute. A limited entity. That's not Hashem. Ekenoida as it is known. Sha'orin Tzayfarachu that the infinite light blessed is He mayor illuminates so melubish and is enclosed He's enclosed in his spheres. Like it says, that Hashem is one with his garments. The garments are the spheres. And Hashem is unified. It's not like a person's garments, where the garment and the person are two. 
even after the person wears them, the garments are two. It says by Hashem, his garments are like a turtle. The turtle's shell is one with the turtle. It's not two. So Hashem, even though he's infinitely higher than the spheres, yet he's completely merged with them, that he and the sphere are one. How to understand that is very difficult, but that's the way it is. When we say, what does it mean? When we say him, that's referring to the essence of the Ein Sof. And, the, and, the, and his garments, these are the vessels of the ten attributes of Atzilus, that Hashem unifies, and Hashem enclothes himself in them. Good. So now you have he and his vessels. And the light is similar to the illuminary. In other words, it's no problem. You can ask a question, the light that's vesting in the spheres, that's also not Hashem. That's the Oyer Ein Sof. There's two things. There's the Ein Sof, and there's the Oyer Ein Sof, the illumination of the Ein Sof. Which is the, so if that's the case, and we're saying that, what are we referring to? We're not referring to Hashem himself. We're referring to the, and we're, not, we're not referring to the spheres. We're referring to the light that vests itself in the sphere. But it's only light. So that too you can't call Hashem. That, that too you cannot call Hashem. So he says, no, but he says the light is me'en amor. The light is only an expression of the, of the ma'or, which is the, the source where it comes from. That is literally ain't soif. And that, therefore, on that is one, mamish one with Hashem. So we can say um, uh, that, 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 that uh, when referring to the light that's in the spheres, we can re- that's God. Well, the fikach, therefore, yutachan of Hashem, it is appropriate, the name is Hashem Yisanao, from the, from the any above mentioned names, like the name of Kael and Chesed. Even though, that the name of Kael, our, our desire, what we're referring to is the creator of the world, the master of the universe, Mamish, which is Hashem himself. Nevertheless, in truth, so it is, our intention of this is, to the master of the world, when he is shining and he is entering into the attribute of chesed. In the name of Elohim, our kavana, to the creator of the world, when he shines and he comes into the mid of gvura. And what is when we're saying shechina? When he illuminates and he enters the midas malchusa and the last attribute, which is midas amalchus, the nimtza comes out. Even though there are ten names, to the various ten attributes, mamish that are mamish that are literally different. That kindness is specific kindness, and it's not might; it's not severity. Now there is an element since we're talking about the midas of atzilus. In the midas of atzilus, everything is behiskalalus. Everything, all the spheres are connected one to each other. So chesed has gevura and gevura has chesed. Yet it's primarily chesed. It's not gevura. Primarily it's kindness. The chena gevura and the same is gevura. Ainer chesed is not chesed. It has some. Integration of chesed, the gevura, and its main thing is gevura. The chensh b'shakol amidos, and says all the other midos. Makom makom, he says, ain shenuyim b'hashemos. Even though the spheros are different, the names are not different because the name is always the same one. It's always Hashem. Shemakom makom, kiven shakavana behem loboira oylam amish. 
since the kavana is to the Creator Himself, im came ma ichpas lano. What, what difference does it really make? Im kavanesenu loy. If our kavana to Him kishemelubish v'midas chastoy, when He's dressed in His midas achesed, it's like His hand that is vested in His right sleeve, or it's His left hand vested in the left sleeve. What's the chilik? It's the same one. Oy v'midas gevurasoy, or in the midas gevura. Kivin shakavanesenu loy mamish. Since the kavana is always to Hashem Himself. Vaharei hu oyer echot pashut. Hashem is just a simple, undefinable light. Simple light. Mamish, bein oyer hamalubish bechesed, whether it's the light that is vested in kindness, a bein hamalubish begevura, whether it's invested in gevura, it's still the same one. Okay? V'tei dalach, and what he seems to be implying is that there's no difference in the light, because the light is still always the same. The difference is in the vessel, what the friend, the vessel, but the light is the same. So really, when we're saying the names, it's always mamish Hashem. It's only where and the proof to this is high time, and a proof to this that the light remains simple, even though it's vested in the various different vessels. The life, the life force remains simple. Is is really the light itself, as we're going to see later, is unaffected by, by the vessel. It's still pure. It's still it's still ain't sof. It's still un, 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 undefined and uncharacterized. So the proof to that is we might say, once the light comes into the vessel, then the, the oil itself becomes, becomes um, tainted by the vessel. And it becomes like vessel-like. So he says that's not true. The Ebersh is light and all the vessels remain the same. For this reason they've said, The Arizal speaks, mentions something very interesting, that sometimes you have the energies um, um, uh, switch. They change their places. The light of chesed enters into the kliagvura. And Mamash, it's interesting. We learned about this last night. In the chesedis we were learning here last night, we were learning about the first two parshiyos in Shema. Well, actually, I think in the Sharish Mitzvah he's also going to bring this later. Very fascinating idea. We know that the two parshiyos, of the first two parshiyos of Shema, the Shema Vahafta and Vahoyim Shemaya. So Vahafta, it says, is on the right side, and Vahoyim Shemaya is on the left side. Over here in the Maimah we were learning last night that the parsha of Shema is Ruvain. Um, it has to do with vision, because in Kriya Shema we're supposed to have a, a vision of divinity. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achod. It's not only a meditation. You're supposed to bring a person to a crisp, clear visualization of a lakuz. And as a result of that, you come to Vahafta, you come to love. That's the idea of the name Ruvain. Ru'u bain. Ru'u means through vision, bain, you come to love. Because uh, son and daughter, son is love, and daughter is, is, is fear. So as a result of a person's re'iya and elokus, he comes to the love of Hashem. That's ru'vein. Shimon is related to hearing. Okay, and that's v'hoya im shamoya. If you listen, and that's supposed to bring a person to fear. Okay, so these are the two. So it says from the Arizal. So, so okay, so ru'vein, so I'm sorry, so v'hafta is chesed which is the, 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 the love, right? Yemin Makareves, the right side brings close. And Vahayim Shemaya is Gevura, which causes a little bit of a distance and fear. And that's why also in Vahayim Shemaya, it says Vachara Af Hashem, it speaks about Hashem's anger. So you see, you're dealing with Midas HaGevura. Yet, the interesting thing, when we can, when in terms of the name, which name of Hashem is illuminating in Vahafta, and which name of Hashem is illuminating in Vahayim Shemaya, so we find like this. In Vahafta, there are 42 words. In the first parasha of Shema, there are 42 words, which correspond to what's called Shem Membez. 
the name of 42. See, those who are familiar with Kabbalistic names, generally we know that there are four names of Hashem. There is 52, there's 45, Shem Ban, Shem Ma, Shem Samach Gimel, the name of Samach Gimel, and Shem Ayin Beis, the name of Ayin Beis. But 42 is not one of them. There are four. However, we know that there is Ana V'chayach, Gedul Mincha. And Ana V'chayach, if you look in the side of the Ana V'chayach, the little uh, Abag, Yetatz, whatever, those, those things form a name of Hashem. And that's called Shem Mem Beis. Now the name of Membez is always associated with, with elevation, with uh, uprising energy, energy that is, that is going, uh, upward energy, that is going up, is always Shem Membez. That's why, for example, when the Yidden were traveling from Mitzrayim to Eretz Yisrael, since they were, uh, when Yidden were traveling from Mitzrayim to Eretz Yisrael, since they were going to a higher level, they came from Mitzrayim, they were going to Israel, they traveled Membez Masois, 42 Masois. We also know that every time we're in a state of Aliyah, we say Anavachoyach. Anavachoyach facilitates every elevation. For instance, we're going to daven in a few momentarily, and we're going to say Karbanes. So first of all, davening is an exercise of Aliyah. It's not, it's not a downpouring of divine. It is that as well. But first, you, we ascend up, 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 as we're going to learn in Shayrish Mitzvah It's an ascent. It's an upward journey. And once we reach up there, we draw down life down. So where do we say Anavachayach? We don't say it in the latter half of davening. Shmona Esrei and onward, we say Anavachayach at the beginning of that. And particularly by Karbanes. What's Karbanes? Karbanes is to elevate something. Another time we say Anavachayach, according to the Arizal, in the Kriyashma Shalamita. Uh, of the Arizal is Anavachayach because we're elevating our neshama. We're putting ruchi. I'm giving you back my neshama. Then um, another time for Anavachayach is um, Friday night, right before Lachadaydi, because it's Aliyah Sa'ilamais. The energy of Friday night is an ascending light. Shabbos morning is a descending light. It's a downwards, masculine. Friday night is feminine. It's the it's the it's the yearning of the makabel to the mashpia. So therefore, what is it? Shemem Bez. Sfira Sa'imer is also elevation, the bearer of the animal soul. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's to illuminate that which is low and to bring us to Matan Torah, also 42. So we're always using Shem Membez for an upward. Now, Vahoyam Shemaya, the second parsha of Shema, has 72 letters, 72 words, which is the Shem Ayan Bez. So Parsha, the Parsha Rishon is Shem Membez. Parsha, the second Parsha, Shem Ayan Bez. Now, ayin beis is masculine energy, descending light. It's related to chachma. Chachma is on the right side. So here's the strange thing. Parsha Rishayna, which is vahafta, love, closeness, which we said is in chesed, yet the name associated with it is shem membeis, which is the name of gevura on the left side. Again, always ascending light is always from the left. The, 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 the name vahayim shemaya, which is on the left side, the name of Hashem that illuminates in it is Shem Ayim which is the sending light. So how does it work? So the Arizal says, over here you have an interesting, um, um, uh, uh, um, say a uh, correlation between Oyer and Keli. Vahafta is the Keli is Chesed. The vessels are Chesed. But the energy is Gevura. In the other side, in, in Vahoyim Shemaya, the Keli is Gevura, that's why Vachara Af Hashem. But the energy, the oil, the name, remember we said the names are always in the, in the light. That's what, he, that's what he emphasized. The name is not the, the Keli. The name is always relating to the oil that's in the Keli. So which light is it? It's the light of Gevura. 
So here you see that the light of chesed can be in gevura, and the light of gevura can be in chesed. What is he trying to prove from this? He's trying to prove from here that the light remains pure. Because had the light been tainted by the vessel and becomes vessel-like, so the moment the energy comes into chesed, it is chesed. And the moment the energy comes into gevura, it is gevura. How can you have the light of chesed in gevura and the light of gevura in chesed? Is an indication that the light, that the, the energy remains to some degree pure and unaffected by the place where it's in. The only question is, but from that itself, why is it then? Why is it called ayra chesed? If the light is, if the light is always the same, then what makes it chesed and what makes it gevur? It's just simple light. So that, that I mean, Adarab, you can say the proof fakers from from this. The fact that you have ayra chesed bekli hagvura, which means that the, that the light is already is beetzem chesed. But one thing is proving that it's not because of the vessel. Because if the vessel would make it that way, if the vessel would make the light also be um, um, what, the, what, what, what the vessel is, then you can't have the light of chesed in gevura because the light of chesed, the moment it comes into gevura, becomes gevura. And it's not that way. It's the light of chesed. All right. As he said, that's the idea of the achlifu dechtayu. They change their places. Oira chesed bekliha gevura. Because the oirein soif atzmoi mufshat is divested umushlal and he is removed mechesed gevura from chesed gevura. But is that a marshal? This would be by analogy. When a king, a king of flesh and blood, when he gives a gift to someone, sometimes he gives it with his right hand, and sometimes he'll, he'll give the gift with his left hand. Even though the hands were holding on top of page even though the hands are moved on one from the other, nevertheless, the person, the melech, is the same melech. Because of both of them, we say, we don't say the right, I met the king and his right hand wrote me a check. You can't say that. We say, the king gave. We're talking about the pnimi, is the int. And the hand is only a vessel that he gives through it. If so, even though the hands are two, the melech is still one. And who is the melech? That's the, that's the melech, the, the, the soul, the, the king's soul, and his seichel. Who is the life force of the hands? And the same is also even though the spheres are ten, ten, ten individual play, things, the light that in, spreads inside of them, he is one. This is literally the oiring soif. The creator of the world, and to him, we, in, we have intentions, when we are calling, when we're saying Kael and Eloi Kai, it's only Tashem himself. The Sharkal Hashem, so all the other names, Hayeduyim Loi, that are known to him, or Shekinu Loi Chazal, either that are known to him like in Chumash, or Kino Loi Chazal, like Shechina and Akadish Baruchu, all these other names that are not, um, they're not uh, names coming from the, from, the, from the Chumash itself or from Tanakh, but names that Chachamim relate to him. So they, in all these cases, it's always Hashem himself. But now, if that's the case, then what's the importance? Of the kavana of this name or that name, who cares? And just just have. Then why do we have to learn all about it? Well, what makes a difference if it's something? So and that is going to explain why how why that is important. All right, as is Hashem to be continued. Oh, we haven't decided on Sunday yet. 
Okay, so I'm going to figure something out and send out a, an email. Yeah, yeah. But after 7 o'clock, sheer. 